<laughs> you're a goon. You're a goon for surely. Hey, what um, what time is it? Game time. It's twelve. Yeah. Almost 12. Don't don't fuck with his clock. It's eleven fifty seven. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's twelve eleven. <laughs> it's twelve eleven. You fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, are we already recording? Yeah, this is the weirdest intro ever. <laughs> Welcome to the sack sound, baby. The sack vibes. Oh, well, fuck, I forgot. That's right. He said, I don't fuck with this clock. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we are the Sacramento vibe now. I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> it's episode three. We don't know what her so, name well, is. Well, I've been looking at our, at our uh, email. Our email? Our email is still the sack sound, so. <laughs> email us at sacksound.gmail.com yeah, while uh, it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Email uh, any business inquiries at the sack sound, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so on episode three of Sack Vibes, to continue where we picked off last time. I don't know where we started off last time, but today we'll be talking about agent kind of stuff. Booking shows, promoting shows, agent type, special agent type stuff. Do you need an agent? We have agents. Ooh, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. Today we look to answer those questions in all different types of the universe. Today we have a, a very special guest with us. The very first guest on the sack vibe and not the sack sound. The very first. Oh, oh, DJ Val. DJ, DJ Val. Val. Round of applause for Val. <laughs> so Val, introduce yourself. Where are you from? I'm from West Sac. <laughs> oh, I've been to West Sac. It's cool. Did you know it's like a whole different like county from Sacramento? I didn't yeah, know it that. is. Yolo I County. I didn't know that. I knocked so, doors in West Sac one time. I may have annoyed your neighbors one time. <laughs> they didn't buy a cable from me. It's all okay. <laughs> What kind of cable were uh, you selling? That was you? I was selling AT&T. You <laughs> She's laughing because that sounds familiar. You've had... <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Oh, AT&T. Yes. I got Comcast now though right now. What you, you got? Are you selling Comcast? I don't, nah, I, I don't got I cable, have, dog. You don't have internet? You got internet? I got internet. What do you have? Or are you one of those annoying solar panel people? Annoying solar panel people? <laughs> they are the you worst. mean people pushing the, pushing the boundaries forward? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so an agent. So back to our conversation. You said you have interest in being an agent, Val. Yes. First Which, off, what yeah. made you want to be an agent? Yeah, that's a good a couple of generic questions. Um, well, I want to work in the music industry and... I don't know. I feel like uh, that's something that interests me, and I'm pretty. Uh, I would be a good. I feel like I could pro- have the ability to be a good promoter. So I don't know. Have you promoted things like in your past? No, but I'm popping on Instagram. <laughs> hey, step one, we are <laughs> already halfway there. <laughs> I already have. So you, so you feel like you're a good um, social social leader. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> just on everything. I don't yeah. know oh, how, but I managed popping. to get hella followers on stuff. Like even Snapchats, I get like 400 views right now. So. Oh damn. She, yeah. she, she, she's <laughs> yeah. she's I feel a, like I could easily promote somebody. So right. Yeah. Yeah. She she's almost at 3k on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she 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 ain't lying. She ain't so lying. and like even if I actually tried like. Recently, I just got a camera and everything, so my pictures are going to be better. And just like if I got more knowledge and actually had a purpose with it all, so I feel like it could go somewhere potentially. No, I feel I feel like definitely, definitely feel like it's something that you want to put the interest into. So what what about being an agent? Do you think you have the most questions about like what like an agent does or like how to get yeah. started yeah, or any of that fun stuff? Yeah, what it what what exactly they do? How to get started? Just what I could, how I could personally like start grabbing my own information from where you know? Because mm. I feel like even if I Google stuff, like I don't really get an answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, definitely like a plug to my school, like American River College. The uh, this thing, he's not. Guy Fieri's graduated from there, just saying. Yeah, shout out to Eric Chun. He's definitely got a, like, a dope-ass um, program over there. But, um, so like an agent, a talent agent, and a promoter, those are like, their jobs are like similar, but a little bit different, if mm-hmm. I remember right. 
And so a talent agent, you are the person who you are like representing the talent and you you would kind of like find the talent. So maybe they're not that much different either way. Mm-hmm. So your job is basically find talent, get this, find. Okay, so let's, let's make it an easier situation. So I'm an artist, right? And you're my talent agent. What I would expect you to do is to go out and find shows for me because so, so let's put in another situation say say wesley's my manager mm-hmm. wesley cannot book shows for me legally he could not book shows for me in california they have a special thing um it's like a yeah it's a um a booking ta- it's a talent agency license mm-hmm. it's like 126 dollars and to book acts in california you need that you need that license even if we were in texas and we booked all of our shows in texas and we didn't need that license. As soon as we um, toured in California, we would have to get that license. That's just how California is. Mm-hmm. So you'd be the one to hit up, say, Ace of Spades. I have this um, this artist. He's a such and such artist. He's in the such and such category. You know, where where can it be? Because you don't want to say I'm an R&B hip hop artist. You don't want to have me open up for like a Metallica. That don't really make no damn sense. Mm-hmm. And so you know, showing my stuff, and then at the same time have all my stuff like. Um, uh, like my press kit and so every artist ideally should have a press kit every artist does not have a press kit but it'll definitely put you ahead of the game having having one What's a so Ooh, a yeah press kit. yeah that the press a press yeah a press kit is an essential i think for doing doing business like in any type of business but especially in music and so that would include like um photos your photos which should typically have like um, a few different varieties, a head shot, a half shot, a three quarter shot, a full shot, and like one black and white shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have a feature story. Um, if you have one, if not, then have, you know, say what your manager, or whatever, like write questions about you. Like, where are you from? That I get to get a, a general idea about you. Like, um, a PSA, it's like a little, something like, um, if Wesley's DJ can give that off to the DJ, say if we go like to, uh, what's a club in Sacramento, whatever. Mix. Let's just say mix. Mix, right? We go to mix, give him the PSA real quick. Hey, No Love got an album coming out April 22nd. Da da da. Check it on iTunes. Da 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 da. Real quick. So there's like PSAs. And then. It's basically doing like some of the self promotion for yourself. So like. Yeah. Like, uh, doing a little write up about yourself. So basically, uh, journalists and other people can put that in in their, in their memo, their shout out, whatever they're doing. Um, so you basically have to put yourself on. It's not really coming from the writer's words because. Mm -hmm. So much work to sit down with every artist in Sacramento yeah. and everywhere, asking, everywhere. asking hard-hitting questions or whatever. Yeah. Journalists like, aren't gonna do that work to yeah. like get like a good like uh, unless you, every once in a while you'll get the the journalist who's like, "Yo, I've been a fan of your music since like way back in the day. I fucking know you." Like that. Then then you're gonna be like, "Okay, cool. I trust you." But like nine times out of ten, it's like, "Hey, I work here. You sent me your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't really know you that much. Mm-hmm. So you send them the feature story. So so." your brand gets represented the way that you want it to get represented. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as an agent, you're kind of in control of like all of that booking the shows. Mm-hmm. If a publicist um, need or not publicist journalist. So public relations in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like you're good with people? Like in talking to, I mean, you would say you're taking communication. So well, can you communicate with people? Mm hmm. Uh, you know, I'm working on that. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel like I would be good at talking to people, like, just when it's really formal. Of course, I get a little nervous and whatnot, but, I mean, I am taking these classes to get better and everything, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Have you taken an etiquette class? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know which side of the fork goes on? No, I mean, like, you know, just, like... Like at school, they make you take speech classes and like public speaking. Yeah, like yeah, that, that makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and I'm one of the good reasons that you're getting into being an agent is there's not a lot of public speaking involved. Yeah. Is it's mainly person to person. Yeah, very, very good. Like yeah. in, interpersonal communication. I feel like I'm good in that setting. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. like communications was kind of like the easier route I was going while I'm playing soccer right now. So yeah, but. Yeah, tell the people where you're gonna go. By the way. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that little. We're going D one. Playing soccer for Cal Baptist University. I'm a goalie, so yeah. Uh, shout out to Folsom Lake College for putting her on. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Number 
<sighs> more agent stuff. Do we do we know any more agent stuff? Um. Yeah, I feel like we know some some agent stuff. I mean, you had a question. Maybe that like that maybe make it easier. So for the license, uh, yeah. is it like do you have to take classes or something, or are you literally just pay and get just it? Pay the fee. That's it. Just pay the fee, and and this is some some shit where it's like a lot of people don't don't pay the fee at first. So when a lot of people get started on this, is like. Of course, like with all the stuff in the music business, there's like a difference in between like what's legal, what you should do, and then be like what's accepted at the same time. Because just like I said, like your manager shouldn't be booking your shows and stuff like that because it technically is illegal. Mm-hmm. A lot of managers are booking their shows for their artists because they don't want to pay, um, uh, yeah, yeah, pay a manager, uh, pay the the promoter. Like that's like mm-hmm. another percent mm-hmm. of the um. Profit. Of the profit, yeah. so he were like, Taking "Nah, money. yeah, fuck that, bro." <laughs> but but at the same time, it's like that puts you in a position where it's like, okay, say if I want to be an asshole, right? And I'm like, okay, West, just book the shows real quick. And I don't even tell West that there's a booking fee, right? Mm-hmm. And then I get signed by like um, a Def Jam, a major record label artist. Mm-hmm. Now they know what's up. They know like, oh, bro, you had your manager booking shows for you for the last four years, bro. You fucking up. You fucking up. So it's like it's going. Do you know what's going to be easier? Bad. Yes, yeah, like, I'm gonna sign you, but get rid of your manager. Uh, and so it's like, <laughs> yeah. And so it's like I won, but I got rid of Wes. Feel yeah. me? And so a lot, and so artists sometimes will do that. There's been a few artists, like some heavy ass like rock bands, that have been in that situation where they had to get rid of their manager. So it's almost better to go off the legal way. You don't got to deal with that shit. So what would you say are like the foot first steps? To being a manager, I mean, being an agent, yeah. Um, getting a license, finding a dope artist that you like, finding finding someone where you're just like you can generally, I think, fuck with their music, and so it's not like you have to you have to promote like some shitty ass music. Like mm-hmm. when you when you call because it is cold calling involved, something like that, and like cold emailing, like that, like finding a venue that you feel like that artist would work there based mm-hmm. off. What um so that's another big important thing is w- finding what venue is gonna work for that artist. Yeah, fi- yeah, find the right audiences. Yeah. it's not like you're gonna have like a folk folk band at like the Bill Graham or something at Ace of Spades. You know, yeah, it's so, more prominently like rock, hip hop. You know, yeah, it, it's finding it's finding the right audiences. It's basically plugging in puzzle pieces and something that I know we were talking about last uh, last last episode was basically finding who you can collaborate with. I mean, at first, you I mean, you have these uh, huge ideas of grandeur, I think, is a term of, like, working with Greedo and all these people that you know that you, like, grow up watching, like, oh, I really, like, I really fuck with your shit. Like, granted, definitely put, the, definitely put those out there. Like, we're talking about, hit, sh- like, take, like hit, try, swinging for a home run right now, and we're going to send out some emails to some big people and trying to get them on here. But don't be afraid to collaborate with whoever you can collaborate with. Yeah. Um, they might have audiences you don't know about. I mean, and they might be able to get you more connections with whoever. Like, just don't be afraid to collaborate with who you can. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not the people that you think of about collaborating with, you never know. Yeah, because promoters and, and agents, they kind of have, like, like their regions. Feel me? Like, someone, like, you might find one promoter in, like, San Francisco and be like, oh, okay, I know you. And then they might have connections to, like, nine other venues. So it's like, because of me, I can get you booked all from San Francisco to such and such. And so you can go from, like, here to, like, San Jose, like, three different big areas, but only have to talk to, like, four different people. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's amazing at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and definitely just start, I mean, because how long are you going to be at Cal State? Uh, probably Cal Baptist a couple of years, yeah. Okay. I mean, just start establishing connections down there. I mean, you're going to no better place to, oh, yeah, for I the know. music industry, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm literally going to be, like, right next to L.A., so... It's tight. <laughs> it looked tight. <laughs> they had like yeah. Astro Field on the roof and stuff. Like, oh shit! I mean, they were giving her like the primo special, like walking her in the basketball, like letting her play on the basketball court, like when no one else was there and stuff. I was like, dang, I want to apply to this school now. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, I go play. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. That was like, good. cool. Like real cool. Um. So yeah. Um, find 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 talent. Um, I think that's the good thing. It's like having an ear for talent. 
I think that's like a, it will get you like hella far in the game in any aspect. If you're an artist, if you're a producer, if you're a talent, like, because there's so many people making music nowadays. There's a lot of shitty ass music out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, something yeah. that we that we've talked about is the barrier for entry is so low, which is really good. Yeah. Because it's allowed so many more artists to get out there. I mean, back in the day, you needed to be on a label in order to be heard by anybody. Yeah. But now with all these, uh, you can just submit your music to a music aggregator and get it on Spotify and all these places that we had no idea about. There's like 125 like streaming platforms, like more than that. Yeah. Like we were looking at this one place to like get a, get one of our tracks up and it was like, you can get it on this platform. It's the number one streaming service in the in the Middle East. And we're like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, <laughs> never had heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. And um, where was I going with this? I feel like so many people are getting on Apple Music easily now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so the big thing that we were talking about was just basically uh, barrier entry so low, which is good for a lot of people to get in, but it also yeah. elevates the level of just shit that's out there. Yeah. So you got to be like a, um, like a panhandler, you know, find the gold in between all that all the bullshit. <laughs> so it's like when you so we like when you do call like that's something because that's something you can do in LA. You can really call any you know you're just on the phone and stuff like that. But when you do call that place. You have an artist that you're generally excited about. Be like, nah, you have to have this person perform there. Like, this person is like the hottest person that you never heard about. Feel me? Like, imagine if you had like Chance the Rapper before, before no one... Chance was Chance yeah, the feel Rapper. Me? <laughs> feel me? Like, I, I remember seeing this video at Chance of Chance the Rapper in South by Southwest, and like even like 2015, whatever. Fucking like 15 people <gasps> there. He was performing shit off um of acid rap. Really? This is before Acid Rap came out. He was like, I got a couple tracks that, that haven't come out oh, yet. Shit. He was rocking. Probably 15 people just like, hey, hey. That's it, though. <laughs> so that's, that's it, though. Little people. So imagine. So find that artist that you can support like that. Be like, no. This artist is going to be the shit. Uh-huh. This artist is going to be worldwide. You really believe in that artist. Uh-huh. And because and, it's going to make your job a hell of a lot easier. And, I mean, I think you're already on the right track with that. Because I, I see you, like, listening to all these different people. It's not like you just, like, find your one kind of music or your one kind of thing. And you just stick with that, like, other people we've talked about. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just keep just keep an open mind and keep looking. I mean, I don't want to bring it back to him. Let's uh, change the topic. Change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, streaming. I think streaming changed the game a lot. Are we going to have this conversation now? Shit, I don't fucking know. What's streaming necessarily? Streaming, streaming music? Um, your I mean, Spotify is your Pandora is your... Uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Because... Yeah, it really changed the music. I mean, because what were you... T- I mean, what did you say before? Like, they didn't start first start making a profit until this year. I mean, they've been out for what, like 15 years now? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they were, they were like in a downcline for like so long. Yeah, um, I don't know what the fuck I was gonna say about streaming, but I think I think streaming it, definitely. Do you think there, do you think there's a way to promote an artist through streaming, like as an agent? Yeah, I, I think I think th- then I think and uh, sorry, I think that's when I kind of get like mixed up between the manager and the promoter. Because when okay. I think about the promoter, I think of more so like artists, like talent agent, like you're you're procuring like the the work for the artist feel me like you're making sure i got a fucking job to do feel me like that job is to go and perform the show but when you're talking about the actual music file and getting it played and stuff like that that's kind of where the manager comes in and like kind of like almost like taking like the like the brand and kind of stuff like that like um like the one who got like the perfect example would be uh black feel me the song problems um yeah his manager was just like you know what we're gonna get this. We're gonna try and get this song on a playlist. Feel me? He got the song on Apple Music playlist, and that song blew up. Feel me? Same thing with Redbone. Really quick, really quick. Yeah. Is way you pronounce his name is just black? Just black. I thought it was like six lakh or something. No, it's, <laughs> nah, it's, just, nah, it's just black. Yeah. That's what I was calling him. Oh, I feel yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> even they're saying even with Redbone, like when they took that song to radio stations, they were like, "This song's not a hit, bro." See, feel me? That's what, even when you make the face, you're just like, what the fuck? But like, they were just like, this song's not a hit. But they put it on the rap caviar playlist, and it's just like, people genuine, people fuck with it. Yeah. And so that, so like, getting your music placed on playlists, like, on like Apple Music playlist is blowing up. Like, that's the way people music, that's the way people listen to music nowadays. So it's like, it, I guess that kind of goes into the conversation of just like, 
what's more important nowadays is like the single or the album. Like, and that's I think that's where like the the main conversation in between like Drake and Kendrick Lamar comes in because Drake has fucking singles up the ass. You know that he has two. But he can't put together like an amazing album. Yeah, he. I mean, besides, I mean, I really thought that. why do I keep wanting to say forever? It's mighty long take, time. Um, take care. Take care. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like the the, the main debate. Take care is his number one. Like <clears throat> I feel like his top rated album in the weekend wrote six tracks on it. So it's always like with an asterisk on it. I know that. So it's like, but at the same time, he has singles with the ass. Kendrick Lamar, on the other hand, doesn't have like the kind of singles that Drake has, but his bodies of work, all immaculate, all of them. Imagine. And so it's like. But this, you, but well, I feel like you got to do the whole. You needed the single to get noticed, and then the album makes you stay. Shit, nah. Sometimes, I mean, I mean, but check out Logic. Logic didn't get his first hit until um, Flexecution. Flexecution was um, ninety. His the the Billboard entry for Flexecution was ninety three. It didn't go no higher than that. Okay. His first real single was one eight hundred. So Logic's his his whole thing. Has never been singles. Sure. Putting together bodies of work. And he's one of the biggest artists right now. True. What do you think? Because I feel like we're kind of excluding you right now and I don't want to be that guy. Oh no, I'm just kind of thinking of questions. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was just sort of listening to. Um, um, think about questions about this or just anything in general? Just anything in general. Yeah, we can we talk about anything? Yeah. yeah. Fire, go. Drop the fire. We got this. It's hot. Oh no, I meant like. Fire. Oh, hot, <laughs> hot seat, hot seat. Yeah, I was like, the seat, seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we'll crack it open. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, rapid fire. You got any questions? How about uh, DJing? What about it? Or not? Uh, or not? Should you DJ or not? You should definitely. I, DJ. I went to a silent disco the other night. Did you? Yeah, oh. for the first time. Oh, why, why did you disco? say it? Why did a you say silent it? disco? What's why did, why did you say that you're like you're like admitting something you don't want to? You're like, I want to. I want to. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to sneak it in there real sly. But, oh, so you, so you don't know what Silent Disco is. I feel like, So a Silent Disco. You just went to San Francisco. You probably saw one of these. They're huge out there. This, this was cooler than what I thought it was going to be. It's way dope. So a Silent Disco is where you have a DJ and everybody in the crowd has headphones on. And so instead, yeah, so instead of listening to the music out the speakers, you listen to it on the headphones. Now, this was doper than what I thought it was going to be because there was three different DJs and you could change the channel. And it was red, green, and blue and each DJ was a different channel. So you can be like, oh, this DJ, if, if this DJ ain't killing it, click, next DJ. <laughs> next DJ, click, different DJ. It was, what was this? It was in uh, downtown. Really? Were people yeah. like, st- what was it? What did it look like? Were people like standing and dancing or sitting and listening or both? Both. <laughs> so you walk in and there's a bar and then you go to the outside and there's like this big ass patio area and they have like uh, they have like the middle part to dance like that and they have like these um like these swinging like swinging couches or whatever the fuck you call them. swinging couches yeah because it's like it's like a bed feel me but it has like the the bars on the side so you don't fall off and it's just it's just held by like the chains it's suspended oh it's suspended in the air yeah it's okay. like a swinging couch you know it's what I'm saying it's yeah it's light <laughs> as fuck I hear it's I hear it's new. Hey, hey, but keep her. Hey, no, nah, I'm not even gonna say it. Say it. The DJs there were mediocre. <laughs> what? I mean, cause you're a really good DJ. I'm not that good of a <laughs> DJ. I'm just, I'm just very particular. I just, I've just heard a lot of good DJs. There, I saw. As a Bridgman would say, don't get all nagy on it, dude. Wow. Yeah, don't get all nagy on it. Be like, just, hey, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, fuck you. No, just, no, just kidding. No, uh, no. Their, 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 their transitions just could have been better. I guess I'm that's learning. a big one. I guess I'll be learning from the best, so. You will. You will. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just tell you if you're doing it wrong. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. I, I, yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm cool. I'm decent. Um, but. I just put it this way. When he came to DJ my party, there was not one person who was like, oh, your DJ sucks. Like, or like, your DJ's like, okay. There was, everyone was like, dude, I fucking love your DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure. Well, they were probably drunk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They probably were. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I know they were. <laughs> Except for like the two people who weren't. Because they were driving. Good people. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Uh, drive. But what kind of what kind of music were they playing there? Yeah, what kind of music were they? So they were playing. Okay, so the guy who I felt like sorry, the guy on the red. I can't say his transitions were bad. It just he was playing a lot of EDM, and that was that's not my my particular flavor. But he was holding it down heavy as fuck. And like if I was an EDM head, 
I would, would probably I would be know. like, yo, this guy on the red channel. Red DJ is dope as fuck. <laughs> killing it right now. Killing it. But the other two, they were playing like a mix of like EDM and like hip hop. Now this, now I was telling Irina, but this is what I definitely noticed was very interesting. Is that any music that typically came out more modern, say like culture 2000 no nah, no nah, nah. like maybe like 2000 <laughs> and on up 2000 like 2007 2000 yeah 2007 on up if they played that song it had to be a remix right True. but if it's but if, if the song was a nine if it's if the song was from the 90s it was danceable the way it is that yeah, was just my me and you have had this conversation yeah before. and i want to get someone else's opinion on yeah because i like because i like because i like what you said so that's not a theory. It's just kind of is. No, what it, is. It, it is. It is. is it but it's from a yeah. No, okay. it's not a. It's not a theory. It's just. It's just an observation that I don't. I. I don't. I don't know how many people have noticed it. Um. So I. I was telling Wes that like. So my my favorite genre of music or favorite era of music is nineteen like nineteen ninety seven to so like two thousand seven like old school R and B like that old hip hop so like that like um I guess say like. Yeah, it's like Pac, like Jay-Z and stuff like that. But then like the old R&B is like, I just really fucking love that shit. And so I was just noticing that like music from that generation, you can dance to it. You can dance to it. No fucking problem. It's just like, it's got that groove. But music that comes in out nowadays, 2018, it's so damn slow. You can barely ever dance to it. No, I think I have noticed that. Okay. So you're not crazy. Yeah. Now this, the two songs. She was saying something else? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the two songs that I noticed that you can dance to the way it is. Lemon by um, N.E.R.D., which is, I mean, of course, they're dancing yeah. in the video. Yeah. And the song that sounds like it came out in the 90s, Cardi B and Bruno Mars, Finesse. True. Um, something that I was re- I, I watched, I think it was from Genius, mm-hmm. um, that basically that song Lemon is basically... Uh, it's a Louisiana something. It's a, it's a Louisiana something type of yeah, music. Yeah, I've seen that. I can't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah, but, but I think that's that. one of the reasons why it's danceable. Another yeah. song that you can dance to us to? Boogie by Brockhampton. Yeah. But it's not mainstream. Yeah, so. it's not mainstream. But that sounds dope. Yeah, there's there's underground danceable shit for surely. For surely. Because I think it's all transferred to EDM. Like, you hear a lot about that. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the funny thing. But what does the, the D in EDM stand for? Dance. <laughs> <laughs> so why can't we dance to it? Why can't we dance to it? Why? Wait. Why, why do you wait? What do you mean we can't dance to it? No, here, look, because I, because I, I feel, I feel like in two thousand, uh, thing that kind of like in two thousand seven, that kind of like really, it shifted the 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 mode of music. I feel like especially like in pop music, was kind of like the introduction of EDM. And I EDM, some of this shit I li- really like, and some of it I don't like. But like around that time, we had like. Um, do you remember uh, Chris Brown? It was like three yeah, times, yeah. Run it, run and it, no, 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 oh. no, not even that. No, we're, we're, ge- we're getting, later, we're getting into that, that, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we we had that. Um, there was an Usher song that was real techno, te- real techno. Oh, oh, yeah. Give me everything tonight. You no, that just, was. I know. I play old songs like that, and like just for like my workout pump out mix like if i'll turn on pandora like usually it plays the old songs and i notice that like those songs really do just put you in a good ass mood if you're listening to some like if i go to my apple music it tends to be like the newer stuff so it's kind of like can't really put together a playlist that like yeah yeah so you're saying pandora for workouts (laughs) pandora plug i mean it plays the older songs usually doesn't it yeah yeah i mean i think they stay definitely more focused yeah like i i've the newer places that things that shit does kind of does get me upset it's like say if you go to an artist like big crit feel me big crit's not a mainstream artist you go to like big crit radio it'd be like big crit and then it'd be like then Wiz Khalifa. And then be like, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, it'd be yeah. like Ty Dolla Sign. It'd be like, what the fuck happened to Big Crit? Yeah. So like, <laughs> that's one thing I hate about it. If you specifically want that artist, it'll be like way off sometimes. Like, it'll just go to like the mainstream yeah. most connected to that artist and just play the mainstream. I'm just like, nah, it's not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, like what beats are kind of like the same as like this one song by him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all of 03 Little Wayne? It's just like... <laughs> 
He's like, I mean, that's cool, but if I wanted that, I would have typed that in. <laughs> Shit. But in order to type it in, make you buy the pro membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. They'll get it together one day. One day. Streaming I, companies, they ain't. They're making money. But no, nah, they're not. They're making a lot of money, but they're losing money every year. They, they, ha- they haven't figured out how to balance out the subscriptions and how to pay out artists. This the funny thing is that artists are getting like fucking like royally like out the ass not getting money the way they should because streaming is more so like they put it in kind of like a licensing category instead of like just buying the song. Um, and so they're not getting paid. So so they're not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the maze right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like the streaming companies, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, so in between, like, saying like music, okay, people aren't actually buying the music; they're streaming the music, and so that's a license. It's, that's not a purchase. So artists aren't getting paid the way they fucking should. But at the same time, streaming companies are still paying out hella monies out to the labels, and so in between the the how much money they're getting for the subscription that we're paying for. And how much money they have to send out to the record labels, the streaming companies, like, yeah. I mean, I heard that, like, artists make, like, an eighth of a cent per Yeah, stream. it's ugly. Yeah. Ugly. Very Title cool. pays the most, and it's still ugly. Like, it's, everything's ugly. But the, but the thing that's cool about it is that, like, artists who are like there's there's another artist i can't remember what his name was but he's he sold his album i think for like 30 dollars or whatever yeah like that's a that that's like there's artists who are like doing this like only make like fucking i'm only make 50 copies 60 copies on my album and fucking so everyone could do the wu-tang yeah but nah this is still an artist that's not even like a mainstream artist for me it's like we're just like we're talking about the a thousand fans paying a hundred dollars true that's all you need that is all you need that's all you need Now, how to get them thousand fans? That's the big one. Well, I mean, how, shit, to, keep, how, many, how to keep them? Well, I mean, shit. The, I think that's one of the hard. I think that's the harder thing when it comes down to it. Is quality you can content. get just put out quality content. But is it a guarantee that they'll stay around? Shit, no matter how quality it is. Hell yeah! Just like with any brand, with any brand, if you if if you build a strong, if you build a strong. Um, followership and a loyal fan base, and this is this is m- more marketing shit outside of all products. Feel me? Outside of just artists, all products. Feel me? If you build a strong fan, a strong following for that brand, the only thing that I feel like would make you turn, unless they give you some bra- some bad product, like if Advil gives you some Advil that poisons you, then you might be like, oh, I'm not gonna fuck with Advil no more. But if every time you buy Advil, it takes your headache away. Next time you go to the store, what you probably gonna buy? Tylenol. She better not lie to yourself. <laughs> it's cheaper. When the new Kendrick Lamar album come out, ain't you gonna listen to it? Absolutely not. She, you know you gonna listen to I it. I know. Just that little sarcasm would be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's how I feel. Like that's how you keep them loyal. People hate. Right. People hate Kanye and still play his albums. True. Because they slap. <laughs> kind of one of those people. See, it's what it is. Not the biggest fan of his. I mean, just him as a person. Yeah. What about you? I think his music is cool, but I don't really go that crazy for it, honestly. I think he's a little overrated. Ooh. Ooh, shit. She just set him off. Oh, <laughs> she fired. Nah. <laughs> I, I think this is hella funny. Um, we were just having... I, I asked you this question before um, before you left. The, the opinion on what do you think like the worst Kanye album is? I mean, to be honest, I know what mine is, but at this point, it's going to be the most controversial. I mean, I really didn't like 808 and Heartbreaks when it first came out. Yeah. But I guess I have to give it a second listen. <laughs> After we went off on the... Yeah. <laughs> he was just sitting there just like, they, all of them really love 808 and Heartbreak right now. Because what I said is I didn't like that song. I mean, that album when I was like, oh, it's all auto-tune. I'm not a big fan of auto-tune. But now... Thinking about it, how all music is basically sounding like that album, and the fact that it's like the weekend's favorite album, it's who else? J. Cole's, J. Cole's favorite, album, favorite Drake's album. album. Drake's favorite album. Like, I guess it apparently revolutionized hip hop. It did. 
Okay. It did. It did. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't guess anymore. It definitely did. And now I gotta go listen to it again. Yeah. I like his beats, but I don't know. I don't really like the vocal aspect to it in a way for some reason. And I don't know. It just doesn't really sound like how I would just how I perceive hip hop to sound. I guess it kind of sounds more electro, like in a sense, in some songs. But but see this is like some history like the first hip hop beat like with Africa Bambada like Af- like hip hop started off like being samples like sample based music and so and that's where DJs come into play yeah that's where DJs come into play and so like getting a, a song off a vinyl record and getting that creating a new piece of music has always been part of hip hop culture and even when African Bambada started out, I can't remember the name of the track but this is a track like in the seventies. The first track that he sampled was this song, was this uh, group called uh, like Electro Work or some shit, which is like they're like the first, like one of like the first techno bands. So like eating, so like hip hop messing with like EDM and like techno beats, like that that relationship has been like long standing. But like yeah, like like for me, like Kanye to me, he's like 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 probably definitely like one of the greatest artists like in hip hop. Like he's definitely like push the culture he's definitely like one of the biggest culture pushers and innovators yeah. in hip-hop music and i don't know yeah i just think he's one of the greatest artists okay okay yeah. now we're gonna cool you down okay yeah um let's cool so i know uh it's actually called sacramento vibes that's right yeah. not, not sound um so let's, let's switch it up and actually talk about sacramento for a little bit because that's the whole main purpose of this podcast is to talk about sacramento we've been talking about a lot of other things so being an agent in sacramento is tough because um, from what I've, heard, what I've heard from multiple artists is that Sacramento venues don't want to pay artists. Like, I'm blessed to work at a place called Silver Orange. I'm plugging them again. Second week in a row, Silver Orange off 57th Street. Not Orange, Silver. Silver Orange. Get it right. Hey, no, hey. <laughs> but I, I think it's like, uh, I think it's on Instagram, Silver and Orange. On Facebook, Orange and Silver. So it's some shit like that. But the place oh. is called the Silver Orange. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so their their so their their rates, feel me, as far as like percentages is I'm gonna just say over fifty percent towards the artist, feel me. So if we if we make uh, so we do a show, hundred dollars, the the artist is getting eighty dollars, whatever, such and such. But with other venues, it's only like fifteen percent towards the artist. Now eighty percent and fifteen percent is a large difference. <laughs> It's a large difference. So that's kind of the sad thing about Sacramento. And at the same time, Sacramento venues, there's like two levels. Say if you're just starting out artist, it's cool. You know, there's a couple venues, 100 people, 200 people, 300 people. But once you kind of get popping, say you got to do like 3,000, 5,000, where are you going to perform at? Nah, <laughs> that's too. You're not that's there way yet. Too big, yeah. That's you're not there yet. So that middle, oh, you're, yeah. So that middle range right. artist, you have to leave. I mean, which is good. You have to leave Sacramento anyway, at one point. But just it, Sacramento needs more venues. It yes. needs more range of venues. Like if in San Francisco, you could fucking do hundred person venue. San Francisco got you. You you got four thousand people. Got you. You got to do auditorium. You can, regardless of what level artist you are, you can find a venue to rock in San Francisco. Yeah, especially like growing up there, like seeing the different just kinds of venues for no matter what type of music it was. I went to a jazz thing one time, and that shit was crazy, and it was just like meant for like a jazz thing. It was fucking insane. Yeah, that's awesome. In Sacramento, a lot of people like even if like for example, big artists still go to like things like ace of spades and stuff though true but ace of spades isn't like booking sacramento artists uh, yeah i mean since they got it bought yeah. out by who take a master but, but no by live nation by live i mean nation even even still they weren't having been booking artists like sacramento artists like that you really got to be popping so like the only sacramento artists that they would probably book would be like mozzie no they just i mean they did just book hobo johnson as an opener although mozzie can't perform in sacramento. yeah he can't, yeah, he can't <laughs> thank, perform you, in thank you for knowing that you a g for knowing that shit. <laughs> i wasn't gonna go there <laughs> she knows she knows. she knows she knows he can't perform <laughs> um but she yeah, said so, that's so like, but he can't. Perform. So if in, in an ideal situation, if he could, but as far as like 
people who would go to his show, that's the only person. Hobo Johnson is not big enough to be a headliner at, at Ace of Spades. He is. But he is? He he already booked it. Oh, by himself? Yeah. Oh shit. Right Dude, we've been talking about how big he's been. I thought I thought you said he was month. an opener for Bilal. Do you mean like even opening? Opening, I can see them open. I can see them booking an artist to opening it, and even Hobo Johnson. This is cool because this is kind of a newer thing. This is like, how? What are your feelings on Hobo Johnson? I don't even know who that is. Nope. <laughs> Sacramento up and coming rapper. So, do you remember what I said he was at last time for just likes on Facebook? Like, th- like thir- uh, three hundred thousand and some change. He's at four hundred thirty now. So since. <laughs> It hasn't even been a week. It's been five days since we talked about that. He yeah. has over. He has another hundred thousand on nice. Facebook. Um, Going for that half a mil. Yeah. Hobo Saturday, Johnson May twelfth, sold out. Hobo and Johnson on the Lovemakers. Ace of Spades. Oh shit! This is this is the first time that I could think of a Sacramento artist being the headliner of um, Ace of Spades. So you you specifically mean headliner though? Yeah. This is this is dope. Okay. I I didn't know about this. So so may so hopefully this will be a change, but so damn dude. Because I'm like I have a few friends that have opened for people. <laughs> yeah, open now. Uh, I've, I've seen opening for Shirley, but to be the headliner shit like that. Mm-hmm. So holy shit. Um, what's up? You know what blew him up? How do they distinguish? I thought it was a, I thought it was a news article. It was NPR. He was on NPR. His tiny desk contest submission. Has blown the fuck up. It's went viral. Just on his Facebook page, says over one hundred and thirty thousand likes. And I was and I was watching another, and I pulled up another NPR article. Yeah. And all the comments on it were about like Hobo Johnson. That's crazy. And he's probably gonna win that contest. And he's probably gonna get blown the fuck up more from. Yeah. There. Hey, come on the podcast, Hobo. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you're about to have a question about? Uh, how do they distinguish if you're like big enough? Um, that's part. That's partly where the press kit comes in. It's it's partly the press kit, but it's also a lot of people are just fucking basing this shit off like Instagram and shit nowadays. Yeah. It's and that's Social the thing. Like it's kind of, which is what you're good at. Yeah, <laughs> but all like a lot of this shit. Like that's the thing. Like it kind of sucks. Where it's like people be looking at um, yo, how many Instagram followers you got? <laughs> Feel me? How many it's fucking? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably uh, pop an ass artist. So it's it's almost like back and forth because at the same time. Having a bunch of artists, I mean, sorry, having a bunch of fans that follow you on Instagram does not translate yeah. to how many people will show up. How many people will show up to um, your your show? Exactly. So, so it's like statistics will show that, but people who are booking the shows, like the venues owners, don't believe that. And so that's the thing. It's like you almost have to convince them. And that's where that press kit does come in. It's just like, yeah, I only have fucking maybe only like 10,000 followers, maybe 5,000 followers on Instagram, but look at these shows I already did mm-hmm. um, before. So that's where it kind of comes into like the job as the artist and putting on a dope show. Feel me? Having a dope ass product and be like, yo, because say if you have a show that's, you know, 50 people rock that show out, then go to another show, 50 people rock that out. And then you can go to that show that's 100 people and be like, yo, look at this video. Feel me? He already did 50. Feel me? Da, da, da. And then you go, so it's about, it's like baby steps. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So you can't, it it looks a lot better to have a smaller venue sold out than to have a larger venue, fucking half like, full. Ha- yeah, half full, all the time. So if you're only gonna have three hundred people, rent out a three hundred person venue. Don't rent out no seven hundred person venue. If only three hundred people are gonna show up. How much does Ace of Spades hold? Like three hundred? Nah, Ace of Spades hold way more than that. I forget how many, but way more than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they definitely don't fuck with uh. With Sacramento artists, because I mean, you think of like any big artist who like comes to Sacramento, they're playing at Ace of Spades. It's yeah, not, there's not really any event, other venue they go to. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's tough being a Sacramento artist. It's, but it's growing. They just bought the um. They just started that other venue. Um, I can't remember where it's at, but it's like. Did you say the mayor was investing a lot into the arts? Yeah. Are there venues coming about or what? Yeah, That's what the people want to know. There's <laughs> what I've heard is I mean, there's obviously like the new art venue that I forget where it's at, but it just opened up not too long ago. I heard that Live Nation wants to open up um, like more venues, like to almost have uh, 
Sacramento must be like the West Coast version of St. Of Louis. Because you know how, like, you know, West Sacramento, we have the river. So have it be like... So we're going to build an arch? I don't know if there are arches, <laughs> yeah, but have like venues on both sides of the river, feel me? So you could just rock, do a, have a show, go across the river to west side of West Sacramento, <clears throat> and then have venues over there too. So I think they're going to be expanding West Sacramento and having that shows on that dope. side too. Yeah. West Sac. Uh, what's it called? I don't know. I kind of wanted to share this one story. One time yeah, I sure. went to a Neff concert and mm-hmm. it was at, what is that? The Colonial? Yeah, the Colonial. Yeah. Where is that? Ray Rock. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Mm -mm. No. No. I don't know. He was some, like, EDM-ish sounding guy. Was opening for him. There were also a whole bunch of, like, openers that were just, like... I don't know if you guys have heard of Zelly. He's from Sacramento, too. No. That sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know why that sounds familiar. It's okay. Well, like, a whole bunch of, like, openers that, like, weren't even... Neff's like style open first of all barely anybody came I thought this was gonna be packed because it was Neff performing yeah. as the main performer and was this like after like big timing and everything after big after a song time oh time yeah 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 time this was after that <laughs> I'm sorry uh this was February last year so yeah oh, um yeah, just a whole bunch of random openers and Neff came the facility wasn't even half full and you like it was just the weirdest show ever i don't know like i don't understand why that happened was there <laughs> seats yeah there were seats but like there was also a area where you could stand in the front yeah and so, the seats was almost like like kind of like raised up like that yeah yeah the 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 colonial is a pretty dope spot um i want to say they're owned by i think soul collective or yeah, they put on like um, other various events throughout mm-hmm. the month and stuff like that. But that's a venue that you could rent out. That's pretty dope. I think it's like five hundred um, seats. Now that's a venue for like Sacramento artists. If you're trying to perform out in Sacramento, you could rent that place out, no problem. Shout they, out to the Colonial. Though. Yeah, they no. fuck with Sacramento yeah, artists. Yeah, you could tell just about anybody could. <laughs> like they had the, <laughs> like they had like a lady singing like an opera before the show or something i don't know it was just the That's weirdest experience <laughs> i ever encountered just the openers were not related at all so, so uh <laughs> another really funny uh neff story was uh you know he's coming up starting to come a big timer and everything and so my like my best friend growing up he moved out to davis because he was going to uc davis so we go to this bar and everything you know country line dancing you <laughs> know we're like okay this is definitely not the spot where we were supposed to go um uh, I'm driving home like three days later and it's like Neff the Pharaoh um, two other artists that I used to mess with from the Bay Area but I can't remember their names um, the one dude who made Yikin remember that song? nah Yikin how'd you do that again? cause I was that song way too much um, he uh, so they were opening Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and it's at this place. I was like, wait, it's the same place where the country line dancing and all this stuff was. <laughs> <laughs> and I told my friend about it. He's like, no, you're fucking with me. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, it's actually at that place. And we went there and it was just hella funny because a week earlier it was like country line dancing and all this shit. We were just like, okay. Yeah. Some venues you booking everything. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's another thing you got to remember. Venues be booking out here. It's an agent. Sell the clothes. Sell the clothes. Clothes. We got clothes. <laughs> I didn't say clothes. I was like in clothes. I mean clothes. Like close the door. Close the deal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Or sell merch. That's also a good thing. Definitely sell merch. <laughs> <laughs> we got her. Especially if you're a YouTuber. YouTube's fuck. <laughs> yeah. We got um, a live mob coming out here soon. I actually might merch. start a YouTube channel. Okay. What's it gonna be about? Let's yeah. hear about it. Uh, uh, just kind of uh, me moving out to LA. Is it gonna be a vlog style channel? Uh, in a sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upload often. <laughs> that is what I could tell you, because uh, the alg- algorithm is set up to basically favor longer forms of content and more uploaded content. So if you do start out in your channel, start out about like two, three times a week, and keep that schedule if if you can. I know you're gonna be busy with school and. What's the other? 
totally do that. I mean, or... I mean, there's whole. I mean, you can deep dive into YouTube. I mean, you can go from. <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, there's tons, tons and different, tons of different stuff. Like, but um, I can't really think of anything unless you want to start like a. Are vlogs usually the most popular? They are right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what we're trying to do with the Paul like, brothers like and that. everything. Yeah, and I mean, quoting Gary Vanderchuk here, but uh, don't create document. So if you want to like make it this whole thing, I mean, you already have a following. So if you just want to be like, here, go subscribe my YouTube channel to uh, to what is it called? Uh, to follow my journey of becoming an agent, moving down to Southern California. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something like that, you you can probably get like a thousand followers off that with the following you have right now. You you probably could. Um, I'll subscribe. Why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but from that, the more often like you can vlog and everything, like it's just doing stuff in your daily life. It's not like you're going out of your way to create content to create all these things that you have to do. Whereas like, I mean there, I mean. I mean, you've seen YouTube. There's all these, like, crazy stuff that, like, people, like, talk about. But that stuff takes so much longer to, to create and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's why we started doing this instead of the YouTube channel. Because with the research, the filming, editing, all that stuff, it was taking way too much time to get yeah. a four- or five-minute video out. Mm-hmm. But we just talk about bullshit all the time. So <laughs> like, let's just record it and get it out there. <laughs> and we just doing it. We just do it. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Anything else? Shit, no. No? Any, any more questions? Any, any anything else questions? you want to say to the people? Because I, I feel like this is a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, we we definitely like we like got fifty minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, another another thing I was researching out there for you other people who want to make a podcast, don't necessarily go for like a certain amount of time. Just if it naturally ends, it naturally lands. That's how it goes. And then it was over. No, just kidding. So, um, just immediately stop. Yeah. So, 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 um, yeah. So, do you have any final questions about being an agent, being really, a super really quick, agent? Really quick, really yeah. quick. Can we like shout out some Sacramento artists? Talk about them for a second, because no, I know I don't like Sacramento. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like flabbergasted. I was like, what? No, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um. I, heard, I was like, oh shit. I heard about some more, but I want to. I, I need to check them out. I need to figure out they are Sacramento, um, and if they're dope before now. So we'll check, we'll shout them out next time. So who we got to shout out? Tavis again. Tavis, definitely. Yeah. The minority crew. Yeah, Tavis and the minority crew, you know, much love from Sacramento. We much got, love. Yeah. What was the name of that one song? Because uh, I've been playing Slice? It. Slice. Slice See, by I Tavis thought, slaps yes. so hard. That is a great song, and the music video is in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to copy that one shot where I don't know if they did a drone or something, but I it think was just them. Yeah, they were just walking down the street with mm. trees on both sides, cars walking with the car, yeah. basically thinking like it was ghost riding it but you can kind of see the person driving it it was really cool i like it <laughs> yeah. then we got um malik and the weirdos crew you know always showing much love then we have phil harmonic you know and then we have um hello johnson doesn't need a shout out he's doing just fine yeah he's doing just fine <laughs> um new artists chance and jonathan we got chance his voice oh is he's fucking good yeah crazy crazy we gotta have 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 him come up we eventually got to get these people um, music so they can send it to us and we can just play it. Yeah, we'll play it like at the intro, outro, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, shout out Nico Naps. Nico Naps, baby. Yeah, I am Naps. And, go, uh, go follow him on SoundCloud. Yeah, follow him on SoundCloud. He got you got any uh, Sacramento crazy. artists over there, Val? Yeah, you you know, know, you, you by the way, you're going to put this on Snapchat so we can get like 400 views on anything? <laughs> <laughs> How much uh, of the market share can we get of your views? Not <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Young Tease. He's a... What's it called? What do they call themselves? Rapper. <laughs> no, no, Does he call himself a rapper? Like, <laughs> a rapper. He calls himself a... No. My bad. I, I hella got distracted. <laughs> I started recording myself. <laughs> Hey, I mean, well, you can still do both. So, I mean, hey. you can like record yourself and talk at the same time. I do it all the time. It's not that hard. And then you can like make fun of people by zooming in on them. Like, damn, he made that shit have a fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, shout out uh, to Young T's. There's Zelly and my friend LC. He calls himself Lil Canoe. Lil Canoe. Nice. But yeah. And then uh, yeah. So what's your, what's your Instagram? What's your Snapchat? What you trying to shout out right now? How, how do people get in contact with you? Uh, my Instagram is Valbear. My Snapchat is Valbear15. Uh, V-A-L-B-E-A-R. 
Yeah. Nice. I thought you were nice. DJ Val. Uh, yeah, I mean, DJ Val was already taken, so I couldn't put it. Oh, on uh, Instagram. Or <laughs> 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 diet. <laughs> yeah, but my at name. Yeah, Val Bear. I'm going to see who this DJ Val is and if they, if they can live up to you. Your statue. <laughs> well, first I was originally Val Bear, and then I got started being called DJ Val in high school. So, yeah. Damn, Instagram and social media has been around that long, huh? It's crazy. Damn. <laughs> Fuck DJ DJ Val's got 31 followers. Well, fuck, I hate no posts yet. I hate fuck that DJ shit. How come, how come every oh, on how, Facebook? No, on Instagram. <laughs> Man, fuck DJ Val. She ain't fuck using DJ that Val. shit. Some, some dude, no post. Fuck, we can follow him though. I, I even messaged them like, "Hey, could you get rid of your name so I could change?" You being lame. I had one person because uh, shout out to Snacks. He's my friend. Uh, he's he's not an artist or anything. He just been going by. Like, people just been calling him Snacks ever since he was young. Shit. Like, shout out to Snacks. He better DJ than DJ Val. Uh, what's, what's, your, what's your what's your um hook him up really quick really quick uh before i finish that because i was gonna go off her thing is some dude messaged me like hey i see your friends with snacks i'm trying to buy his thing can you get in contact with him i was like sure how much <laughs> <laughs> and he was like i'm thinking around like 500 bucks i was like oh shit, <laughs> for a name <laughs> what did snacks do what snacks do he didn't take the 500 huh i don't know oh, i shit. think he might have Oh, let me just see. Uh, let me see if snacks comes name? up yeah. <laughs> for an Instagram name. Somebody if I, is if trying, I, if somebody's I, trying to market some sort of fucking snacks. snack treat, <laughs> and I can't hate on it. <laughs> no, no. Someone else had mine. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give them mine for nothing. All right, let's do the shoutouts real quick. Shout um, your shoot out. Shout mouth shit out. What am I? Uh, I'm WB underscore production on Snapchat. I'm the WB underscore project on Instagram. I'm something else. I don't know. I don't got a Twitter, but you're making me, but you're kind of persuading me to make a Twitter, so there's that. And then um, SoundCloud, the sack vibe, baby. Oh, we got a SoundCloud. We got a SoundCloud. We're almost a double digit place. Help us get there. Yeah, we in there. We in there. Then, um,. I'm a uh, K N W L V. That's what I write. K N W L V on the instant, the snap. No love, baby. No love, <laughs> no love, no vows. You know what I'm saying on the insta, the Facebook, the Snapchat, blah blah blah. The. You say no vows? No. a vowel in no. Vowels. No, there's no. There's not my Instagram. It's no love, no vow with no vows though. K N W L V. Oh, that's why I don't got you on Instagram. Let me add you real quick. Hey, what's this figure? No, nah, yeah, but um. Yeah, what is there? Snapchat, Instagram, SoundCloud, Pretty Facebook. Sure that's that's everything. Fuck it. You don't need anything else. Hell nah. Follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Follow me on LinkedIn if you're trying to give me like a job. You know what I'm saying? Um, later. We are done with this. Peace. Oh, we're Tony Redwood. Oh, shit. Oh, this is doing really good. Oh, oh, you fucking up, bruh, bruh. I was doing really good the whole time. Ah. <sighs> Follow a thousand people, that's what you're not supposed to do, dog. You're not supposed to follow a thousand people and have 300 followers. <laughs> Gotta keep a balance. Gotta keep a balance. Don't mass unfollow too. Thank you for being our first guest. Um, Thanks for having me. Sorry I wasn't talking too much. No, you no, you did perfect. No, you did an excellent job. No. <laughs> I was like, shit, they have... They, I do so. <laughs> nah, it's it's not. It doesn't matter. I th- I think just being here, just like talking, so I think that's all that really matters, like that. I don't, I don't I don't I don't think like I'm not like looking for like oh, okay people who have also like a bunch of knowledge on like what I have to like sit and talk about. Because like, he just wants to make it seem like he knows everything. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know that shit? Let me. No. Uh, I got you. Nah, yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's like you asking me questions like that because. Almost only be like because I've like taken all these classes like that, like seems like we've done the shit. same conversation. This rags like the goddamn ShamWow, dude. It just fucking absorbed everything out of the carpet. Holy fuck! That is amazing. <laughs> like, feel me? Like, if we like, we want to talk about like almost like tour planning, feel me? Which is like a little bit more particular. Uh-huh. We could have done the whole conversation about that, or feel me, or marketing, feel me, or how to get your music licensed, like that, but. Like having someone where it's like you have an interest and like 
bringing up the questions, it kind of like, it makes it easier yeah. to have like a focus. 